Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Available every week from BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. I'm your host Ben and coming up on this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Challenge Cup and the excellent weekend that the Guildford Flames just had in that competition as we'll be joined by Paul Dixon. We're also going to be discussing the National League and the superb start to the season that the Milton Keynes Lightning have had as we'll be catching up with their head coach Tim Wallace. And sticking with the National League, it was a pretty good weekend for the Basingstoke Bison and we'll be hearing all about it later in the show. All of that and a little bit more on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So welcome everybody to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Later in the show, as we said there in the intro, we will be talking the National League with the Milton Keynes Lightning and the Basingstoke Bison. But before that, let's go to the Guildford Flames of the Elite League. And what a week they've just had in both the league and the Challenge Cup. A victory midweek over the Manchester Storm last week and wins over Coventry and Cardiff in the Challenge Cup. Not bad at all. And to hear now how Guildford are shaping up heading into this weekend's matches back in the league, it's a welcome back to the show now to their head coach. Here's Paul Dixon. Well, Paul, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, week three of the season hasn't gone too badly. Uh, What's the last uh, few games been like uh, for yourselves at Guildford? Yeah, no, um, you know, obviously very pleased um, over the last week, week and a half here. Um, obviously, uh, you know, the, the opening weekend, uh, two league games straight into it against Nottingham and Sheffield obviously didn't go our way. But, you know, we put ourselves in a good position in Nottingham on that game. Um, and then just a couple of breakdowns, a couple of mistakes um, were made. And obviously we ended up getting beat in the overtime period there, but got a point out of that game. And then came home to Sheffield the following night. And to be fair, I thought um, the performance wasn't bad. And I think the scoreline didn't warrant the overall gameplay um, to, to be a 4-1 loss. Um, there was there was lots of positives to take from that game. But I think that was one of those games where, unfortunately, we made two or three big individual mistakes and we were punished on them on the night. Um, but like I said, sometimes the overline scoreline doesn't uh, tell you the whole picture of the game. 
Um, but then from there, you know, we took positives out of that weekend and another week of training like with a relatively new team as well. And we moved forward, obviously, in the cup games um, with Cardiff there, Coventry, Manchester back in the league. And then um, again, obviously, Cardiff again. So, no, some, um, some, some good results for us of late. But like you said, it's, it's early in the season still. And we're still working on a lot of things where we need to improve on as well. And uh, touching upon um, the, the start of the campaign and, and pre-season, I mean, how, how has pre-season gone at, at, at Guildford? Because uh, like you say, I mean, it, it feels like you, you had to hit the ground running, but, but now you, you have definitely started running, that's for sure. Yeah, it, it's always difficult because, you, you, you know, you've got maybe half half of your team, 10, 11, 12 new players into the team and every player has played in different leagues, different styles and the different coaches and their philosophies and you know what we what we try to do here is just get the the, the guys up to speed as quick as we can. Um, but that takes time, you know. And I say to, I say to my boys throughout the year, it's it's ongoing. It just doesn't stop. I mean, the season's what 32, 33 weeks long, and you think um, you know you think you've got it all sorted, and you haven't. It's just it's work in progress every every day, every week um, throughout the whole course of the season. But um, you know, we we just we focus on trying to get our system, trying to get our blueprint of what we are into the team as quick as we can and then just go from there but like I said you never you never win <laughs> you never you never conquer it all not uh, not even in a season I mean there has been some continuity from last year I mean Ian McNulty's uh, in the squad again after scoring uh, a shed load last year uh, how important are players like him in the overall scheme of things do you feel yeah it's it's just it's, it's going back to you know our team philosophy and what we try to do here in Guildford and you know over the years um We've we've had success by keeping a core of players together. Um, again, you know it's a 14 imported league, and you can't be changing 14 imports every year and expecting success. And I think w- what we've done with our club, and I know every club looks at it differently, but what we've done here in Guildford is we just we've tried to keep a core of players that we can together. So you're not changing big amounts of uh, players and having turnover um, in that amount every year. But it's easier said than done. Um, obviously, you know we we, we had a good core. Um, two, three years ago, and we were building onto that core um, of the, you know, the Jesse Craigs, the Cruz Reddicks, the the Dunbars, the Waters, the Acreds, and then COVID came along, and obviously, you know, we stopped for a year and a half, and then we lost that core that we had. And last year was a case of trying to get new players in again and trying to build a core back so we can go again for this season. And obviously, you know, Ferguson, McNulty, Griffiths, lack of it, you know, there's, there's a few names on from last year that we're trying to rebuild onto that core is what we've got. And hopefully again this year, and I know it's very early in the season, but, you know, we want to try and be keeping guys here as well to build on, on for the following year as well. I mean, I mean, last season was was actually pretty good. I, I'm going to suggest you know get through to semi-finals and and you know when you look at the league table, the final standings from the regular season was it four points between fourth and eighth, and you were fifth in there. So I mean, what what do you feel it's going to take to well, you've already beaten Cardiff, but you know to 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 close that gap? Do you feel to to that top three from last year? No, oh, it's a difficult question because I think you know every every year you look to improve your team and you look to strengthen all all your areas really. Um, you know, just touching on from last year is we got off to a really good start last year and then we had the the November December dip when we lost a lot of games and to be fair we you know we, we didn't play bad in those games it was just we played Belfast we played Sheffield we played Cardiff we played Nottingham and it was we, we seemed to have played all of those big four arena teams 
in that maybe t- I think it was ten or eleven game losing streak, and it just so happened that we played all them all them so called big teams, um, you know, and we were losing by a goal or two. So it wasn't as if we were getting blown out of the water every night. And then we kind of hit a bit of form after Christmas, and then we got back into the rhythm again. And you know, towards the end of the year, um, we were starting to play very well. And like you said, we got ourselves into that semi-final and you know when you get into those um, big games it's just a, a lucky bounce here or a lucky goal there and or, or an unlucky goal whichever way you want to look at that and you know you're in, into a final but unfortunately in that semi-final I did think overall on gameplay um, we were the better team on, on, on that night in the semi-final but again we didn't we didn't go through into the final so building on from that um you know, it's important that you have good net minding. I think that's evident no matter what league you play in. I think your net minding has to be very good. And if you can get your goalies up at good numbers, then it gives you a chance to win every night. And, um, you know, I think touching on from where I, I feel we've strengthened overall is I think on the forward line, um, you know, I think we've got more recognised forwards that's put good numbers up um, across the leagues where they've played in. And, and touching upon, you know, the wins last weekend in the in the Challenge Cup, um, you know, like I touched upon, you know, a win at Cardiff. Um, so so that's that's definitely progress, isn't it? And and you know, the overtime win against Coventry as well uh, at your own venue. I mean, what were those scenes like on on Saturday? That's kind of like welcome back to to ice hockey, isn't it? Uh, occasions like that with a with an overtime win over Coventry. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I think the one thing that we've learned over the years and have been at this a long time is. You you just you can't take any nights off um you know and if you do you get punished and you come out on the wrong side of it and like you say you've just got to be ready to go and uh for 60 minutes and i think the one thing early with this team is we put a lot of emphasis on hard work and never being outworked and i think um from last week we certainly worked hard for 60 or 60 plus minutes against um coventry and you know coventry a very good team very good team they look um they look a lot stronger this year on paper and um, you know visually seeing them now they're, they're a strong team I was very impressed with Coventry um, but again it just shows you the benchmark of where they are and where we are and then Cardiff who you know you know what you're getting with Cardiff every year Cardiff are pushing for trophies every single year and they always establish good teams and this year's no other um, they've got a very good team again in Cardiff and it's just you know where I think maybe last year or the year before we might have lost that Cardiff game by a goal and we've had some really good games against Cardiff and I think we've been evenly matched against them but we have um, we've come out on probably more losses than wins against them by one or two goals, um, probably more like one goal. I think last year we got beat four or five times by one goal or overtime goal or a penalty shot goal. Um, and maybe, obviously, this year it's just that little bit closer. And like I said, maybe we can get, uh, we've got good net mining, but also guys that can that can score that goal um, in a big game situation. Yeah, and there was there were six goals, wasn't there, as well, uh, last, last midweek against uh, Manchester Storm. So uh, back-to-back, wins in the league um, unbeaten in the Challenge Cup in the first three matches um, that takes us to this weekend and the double header against Fife um, I know it's the same for both teams uh, but that's a lot of travelling isn't it this weekend <laughs> for both of you yeah. uh, I mean our, our preparation is going ahead of Fife yeah it is I mean you know and, and I do I, I do say it quite a lot on like you know the travel it, it does take its toll on you but we have to 
we have to find a way because we've got to go up to Scotland nine times um, to all the three different teams that are up there. And, you know, we've got to find a way to bring points out of Scotland with, with the journey. Um, but again, it's the same for the Scottish teams when they come down here to Guildford. They're in exactly the same predicament as what we are. But, you know, the preparation's good. Um, the confidence should be high in the room. And, and I know it's high in the room because we've come off two two good wins at the weekend and a four-point weekend. Um, but again, the focus is back to the league. Um, and, you know, we, we need to go into five in the right mindset with uh, our structure and, and have a performance in there for 60 minutes and then obviously come back down to Guildford on Sunday and be ready to go again. And touching upon uh, Sunday as well, um, I mean, like like we said about the, the Saturday game against Coventry, you know, when you watch the highlights back, you know, it's a good crowd there, all leaving happy, well, mostly leaving happy uh, on Saturday night. You're going to need that crowd there on Sunday, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, let's, not, let's not make any mistake about it. The crowd go home a lot happier when you win. That's for sure. I was referring, to, I was, sure. I was referring to the Coventry fans who were leaving. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody does, especially the team that wins. But um, no, I mean, we've touched on it all the time. We've got a, we've got a great fan base. We've got a very loyal fan base here in Guildford um, that have turned out for years and years and supported us. And, you know, we appreciate that. And like I say, we, uh, we have that fan base that come and we've still got a, a great deal of followers that follow us away from home as well. And, you know, it, sometimes you don't get to thank the fans um, under different situations. But, you know, when you do your interviews, you can certainly put it out there to them. But um, no, they've been great. I mean, certainly this year. And I think, um, you know, the one thing that I, I always you know, related to the players as well is like it's just people want to see you work hard and I think when you work hard and if you put an honest effort in for 60 minutes and you know you're not going to win every game but I think the one thing that we stress to the players is that like let's not be outworked by any team and I know it's hard because obviously the schedule and we play a lot of games but I think the uh, the ethic of working hard and putting in a performance um, goes a long way. And I think if you do that, fans appreciate that. And I think it's when fans don't see maybe a team working as hard as what they think, then they're going to get on your back, and, and rightly so. But like I said, you know, just because you work hard doesn't mean you're going to win games. Um, but it goes a long way to putting that in place. And I think that's all fans, you know, that's, that's what they want to see. And hopefully so far this year, they've seen a team that's gone out there and worked hard. And, you know, we have, um, we've had our rewards over the last couple of weeks, but if I go to the Sheffield game, for me, I think the overall performance, um, it wasn't worthy of a 4-1 win to Sheffield, but there was a couple of individual mistakes that broke us down to three of the goals, certainly, um, on that night. But, um, you know, and touched on it, individuals, they don't go out there to make mistakes. Mistakes happen. Um, players don't make them on purpose. But it's just, obviously, we went to work on a few things the following week to try and not get in that situation where we can maybe make that mistake because we've got cover from another player or another situation going on. But, like I said, it's uh, no, it's great. Like I said, the fans, um, they've been very upbeat, they're very vocal here in Guildford, and the boys appreciate it. Absolutely. And uh, final question, Paul. It, co- it comes across really well in this interview, but uh, generally the mood at Guildford and, and the mood with yourself and, and the, the dressing room. Um, looking forward to this season uh, ahead uh, after, you know, we're, we're a few weeks into the season now, but looking forward to the, you know, the away trips to Fife and, and Dundee and Glasgow and, <laughs> and, and you know, the, the rest of the, the season. Uh, looking forward to it? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a hockey season and to be fair, I've done that for probably the best part of 30 plus years so it's kind of it's in your genes now it doesn't really doesn't really affect me it's just you get in the mode and you take one week to the next and 
all we all we do is just get the team ready. You know, the games come thick and fast. We play Wednesdays, we play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's just as the you know. It, sometimes once you get into the thick of it, there's not really much time to stop and think. You've just got to keep doing your job and getting the team ready and. Hopefully, um, you know, we can maintain um, what we've got going at the minute. But, uh, you know, I've been at the game long enough to know that there's highs and lows in the season. And it's going to be what we do um, in the low time. That, And, you know, we've got to try and keep that ship on an even keel. Um, and that's my job to do that with the players. We have got a relatively young set of players in the room as well um, with maybe just a few years experience or if, if not any experience of being a first-year professional. But I've got great captains. I've got great assistant captains. And I've got good leadership in that room from the players that's in there as well. But, you know, it's certainly when you have that, it makes my job a lot easier knowing the character of the players I have in that room. And like I said, it's not all going to be playing Salem. There is highs and lows and seasons, um, but we just have to adapt to that um, when the situations arise. But no, I'm I'm looking forward to the season. I think um, we've got a very competitive team and it'll be interesting to see where we go. Well, Paul Dixon, head coach of the Guildford Flames, a big, big thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us this week on the show and uh, safe, safe journey up to Fife and uh, safe journey back again and uh, big thank you for joining us. Keep up the excellent work. Thanks, Ben. Paul Dixon there, head coach of the Guildford Flames, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's go to the National League now, and uh, shortly we'll be hearing from the Basingstoke Bison following a superb weekend uh, for Basingstoke in the National League. But before that, it's been a pretty good start to the season for the Milton Keynes Lightning. It's been four wins from four for the Milton Keynes Lightning as we head towards this weekend's matches with recent wins over Bracknell and Bristol from last weekend. Uh, so to hear more now on the mood at the Milton Keynes Lightning, let's hear now from their head coach. It's a big welcome back to the show to Tim Wallace. Well, Tim, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, first is first, congratulations uh, for, for a brilliant start to the season. Uh, what, what's the mood like at uh, the MK Lightning? Uh, pretty good. Obviously, you know, four games, four wins, w- which is good. We haven't played perfect by any means. We've got a lot of work to do, but you know, we're still hungry. We're not, um, you know, getting overconfident or anything. You know, I think this weekend is another test with, with Hull. And then, um, you know, some some huge, huge games coming up after that as well. So, great start. Got a lot of work to do. And, we're, you know, we're not getting complacent. And uh, just to touch upon um, last weekend's results, you know, um, you know, a really good home win on Saturday. But that, that game at Bristol and, and the nature of the win at the end, um, I mean... What what was that evening like in the Southwest? Uh, it was a tough tough game. You know they haven't won. They are they're at home. They came out flying. Um, you know we weathered the storm. Had had some guys that that played very well for us. Had had probably more more chances than them in in the long run. But got a goal last minute. That way we didn't have to play overtime. So it was uh you know it was a big big goal by Stewie there to to get us. Get the two points and get the heck out of there. <laughs> and just to touch upon Liam Stewart's performance, I mean, he's been brilliant, hasn't he? What is it, nine goals in four for for him so far <laughs> yeah. this season? I mean, what, what have you made of, of his start to the season? His stats are obviously unreal, um, you know, but he's playing well without the puck. You know, he's doing his thing defensively. He's playing centre, so he's doing what exactly what he's told, not giving up too much for the other team we're playing against the other team's top line so it's a it's a big test for him I'm playing with him so good mix good balance um but really good start for for Stewie 
And, and you've done these kind of interviews before, Tim, because you keep setting up the next question, which is brilliant stuff, I have to say, uh, for an interviewer. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to touch upon uh, your, your own start as, as uh, on the playing side to, to begin with. I mean, uh, what have you made of these four games and, and the opponents that you've had to play on the ice uh, thus far? Um, so we've played uh, the Bees. They were good. You know, they, they got some players that can play for sure. They worked hard. They, it was a good test for us at home. We found a way to win, obviously, before that. Sheffield was our first home game. They're, they're a good side for sure. Um, they were all close games besides the game in Hull, but we, we found a way to win. You know, we stuck with it. We, we seemed relatively poised for some of the guys' ages that we have on our team, but fans have been unreal. The, the crowd was bumping. The home ice is bumping, so we want to establish it's a tough place to come play. We want to get the crowd behind us early and then come out flying from the start. So it's been a good start for us. But again, we're, we're not, we haven't done anything. And, and for you, uh, that's, that's on the ice. Uh, but just to touch upon uh, yourself off the ice as well, obviously, you know, returning to the club in May. Um, I mean, how, how have you enjoyed uh, the, the close season at the club, building this roster up and, and getting, getting you to a point where, you know, you've, you've, you've sprung into this season in the National League uh, with, with four wins and four to begin with. It's been a lot of fun, a, a lot of work for sure, but um, I'm, I'm treated very well here, which is which is awesome for, for my family and I. The, the crowd and the fans are unbelievable. The, the setup's nice. I like the town. So it's it's been great. That's the main reasons why, why I came back here. So um, it's been a lot of fun. I think the quality of hockey in, in this league is, is pretty good, something that you know, when I was in the elite league, I had no idea about, but you know, this is a, a pretty good league to be honest. There's some, there's some good players for sure. I think there's some up and coming local talent that uh, should help the, the national side. So I'm just trying to do what I can to help anybody coming through Milton Keynes to get better and, and move on to the next level. And while doing that, hopefully we can win some trophies. And that was, that was mentioned in, in the press statement when you returned as, as, as head coach at the club, mm-hmm. you know, about the angle of player development. That, that was a key cornerstone of your role. Um, so how, how important is that for, for you to, to be developing players there in Milton Keynes and, and the wider area? It, it's huge. You know, I did that in Nottingham, you know, not to pump my own tires, but I think, um, you know, the, a few guys, Ollie Betteridge, uh, Tetlow, Kelsall, you know, they definitely developed and improved when I was there. I, I really focused on that, and it's something that, that I can do well. You know, I've, I've been through it. I found a way to play in the National Hockey League by developing my game, so I'm just doing whatever I can to help Milton Keynes. Anybody that, that comes to Milton Keynes, there's kind of a pathway now with, with Belfast Giants to, to find a way to get to the Elite League with kind of the partnership we've, we've created with some two-way guys. So, um, you know, developing is something that I'm good at, and I think that it's going to help a lot of these young guys in Milton Keynes kind of move on to, to the next level and, and become better hockey players every day and be better people. So it's a lot of fun. I love seeing those guys improve and, and watch their careers kind of blossom. You know, it's given back, and I think that's the, the best gift of all, they say. <laughs> and, and I mean, what's your, your assessment on, you know, the, the pathways? Because obviously we're coming out the other side of COVID now, uh, touch wood, uh, and, and yeah. we, can, we can get back to, you know, developing junior players and, and that side of things. There's, there's a lot of work to do, uh, but with, with people like yourself, with, with a proven track record, like you say, Tim, uh, in positions like, like you've got Milton Keynes, how enthusiastic are you about the future of English and, and British hockey and, and, you know, developing these, these pathways for the players of the future i'm excited you know i think obviously they had a rough patch up top there but 
when I'm here in this league and I'm scouting and seeing all the, all the young talent there is here, there, I think there's going to be a bright future if, you know, these kids can develop. Coming to Milton Keynes basically is the best thing I can say. Um, but um, that's selfish to, to help to win hockey games in Milton Keynes. But there is some great talent. Um, and, I, and I've just played four games now and been watching other games. Uh, you know, I think there's a bright future. And, um, you know, it should be very interesting to see. And uh, what's your your thoughts on you know how how the club's shaping up uh, ahead of this season? Because um, you've got Hull on, on Saturday. You know, looking at the crowd for the Bracknell game, there's a lot of enthusiasm uh, for, for the club uh, on and off the ice. Uh, so, so what's your thoughts on 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 that side of things? How the club's shaping up uh, post COVID? Really good. You know, it, it's hard to know how the attendance was going to be with the way the world is going right now, but it's been a really good start. You know, I think Milton Keynes in general have the most loyal fan base I have ever come across in my, my career and they're loud as heck. So that's a, that's a perfect mix and they're, they're coming, you know, it's, we've put on some pretty exciting games for them. Every, every home game we've had this year. So it's a great sport. And I, and I think, um, you know, so far so good, long way to go. We just got to stay, stay hungry. And I mentioned that the whole match um, this weekend uh, on, on Saturday, it doesn't really need a, a call for, for the fans to turn up. They, they do turn up every week, don't they? But, um, I mean, how important are, are the crowd for, for what you're trying to achieve this season? They're huge. You know, they're, it's momentum. And I think that's one of the most powerful things in, in sports and definitely in hockey. When, when the crowd gets behind you, it's very difficult for the other team to, to do anything. So, we love it. it. Gives us all sorts of energy. It makes it so much fun for us, and it's a, it's another big game on Saturday. We just have one game, so no excuses. We're going to be flying. We're going to play our way um, and play as a team, and hopefully get the two points. And how good is it to just have one game? Because uh, I spoke to you know several head coaches in, in these opening rounds of 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 matches in in the National League, and um, it's been you know pretty hectic stuff. Uh, so is it is it nice just having one game this weekend? Definitely. It, you know, and it's a Saturday night. So, you know, you get the two points and, and then you have some fun, um, especially for a 38 year old. It's good uh, to get to get some rest here. Um, but we got a lot of bumps and bruises. There's nothing to save it for. We're going to go hard, play, like I said, play as a team, play the right way, hopefully um, get the two points and, and then have some rest here before um, a lot of very, very important games come uh, the following week. And uh, just to touch upon your own expectations, him as well, because you, you know it's it is early days in the season, as, as you've already touched upon in this interview. But uh, what, what's your expectations for for what's possible this year, at Milton Keynes? Because you, you showed as a as a as a club, it showed glimpses last season, uh, but just tailed off towards the end. So it's just about keeping that consistency going, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, our expectation. I mean, we're we're all here, and we we know we're trying to win trophies. Um, I think it'd be a dif- disappointment if, if we weren't chasing all of them. And, you know, we have a great, great squad, great organization, treats everybody well. It's professional. We've got unreal fans. So we're going to work hard for sure, and we're going to hunt trophies. That's, uh, that's all we can do, and hopefully something special happens this year with, with the group we have. Tim Wallace there, head coach of the Milton Keynes Lightning, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And uh, for our final interview this week, we're going to stick with the National League and go to the Basingstoke Bison. What a weekend they just had. Uh, Back-to-back wins over the Swindon Wildcats. And to hear about the mood at the Bison now, on Wednesday, I caught up with their head coach. It's a welcome back to the show to Ashley Tate. First is first, big congratulations. What, What a stunning weekend that was. I mean, how was it? 
Um, yeah, I think it was kind of obviously the first weekend we didn't get off to the start we wanted. Um, and I think everybody was, um, me more than, you know, as a, as a player, you kind of play and the result is the result and you, you go home and it, yeah, it gets to you, but you kind of forget it. Whereas when you're the, the coach and in charge, you're constantly, it's playing on you and you're kind of thinking, okay, what, what went wrong? What can we fix this, that and the other? Um, and I think through pre-season we had, there was tons of positives came out of it. Um, and then, you know, a lot of early season sort of habitual stuff that we can work on and get rid of. But we knew we needed to come into last weekend with, we didn't want the repeat performance. And and for me, you know, I said to the boys before the, the Friday night game, I said, it's Swindon's a great ring to go into and take points out of. But to do that, you've got to be ready because usually it's a pretty full building it's a good atmosphere um and you know the first 10 minutes swindon are they're coming um and if you're not ready it can go pretty badly um and and the boys all responded well and to be fair swindon had some really good chances in the first 10 minutes didn't capitalize that enabled us to sort of get a foothold in the game and and sort of go after it really and and you certainly went after it in in the second period that's when the the bulk of the goals uh, flew in didn't they so how, how how pleased were you with with that kind of momentum that that you built in that second period on Friday night? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. There's a as a player, sometimes you kind of don't realise the the momentum swings and things like that. And just for us, I think we just stuck with it. Um, you know, teams, it, everybody's going to make mistakes. It just it's it's where you make them, and, and we were able to um, you know just kind of stick to the program, stick with the plan of what we what we wanted to do through that 60 minutes and, and um, you know, when we did see a mistake and, and jump on it and capitalised. And uh, when you, obviously you touched upon the, the starts of the season, but when you, you know, you, you head into Friday night's game, did you, did you imagine, um, well, I'm sure you did imagine, but did you realistically think you could get four points out of uh, a doubleheader with Swindon this past week? Um, Some statement, it, obviously, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> I think, you know, Swindon will contend every every trophy this year. They're a, you know, they're a very strong club um, and always have been. And they've got they've got some real firepower. Um, they've added, um, you know, their imports are good. Their British contingent is good. And like I said, you you kind of know what you're dealing with. For us to sort of to do that, it was you know, it's just very workmanlike. As I said, it was we we had a game plan. We knew that. Being honest, if I look at that weekend and go, if we split, I'm happy. Um, and then all of a sudden you kind of you take the two points on the Friday and you sit and think, okay, we're coming home tomorrow. Let's you know let's make what's a good weekend into a great one. And it really was a great weekend. Uh, Seven four on on Saturday night at, back at Basingstoke. Um, I mean, what was what was that evening like with the, the crowd there as well? Yeah, it was. It, it's funny when you're now I'm solely stood on the bench looking the other way. I not, never really sure what's going on behind me. Whereas if you're on the ice, you're coming back towards the bench, so you do see stuff, but. Yeah, you know, the crowd got into it. I think we had we had a great start, kind of let them back in, but you know, they were always gonna come back into it somewhere. There was there was quite a lot of penalties. Um everybody knows, you know, Swindon's power play is always very good. It was important. There was there were parts of that game where again talk about momentum, it was kind of swinging back and forth and, and I think they got to four three, we called a timeout, you know, dug our heels in, got back into it and, and kicked on from there. And we got a couple of fortunate bounces, but that's what happens. You get pucks to the net, um, you know, somewhere they, they're gonna go in. So that's what we continue to do. Um, you know, we got ourselves into winning positions and we were able to play in a way that meant that we, we kept that, that lead and, and saw the game out. 
Well, it's certainly a, a springboard into into this weekend's matches. We'll come to those matches in a second. Uh, but uh, just a general catch-up, Ash, just about how the club's shaping up. Um, we, we've not caught up for just before COVID was the last time. So um, we've we've had a, a season since. Um, so how's how's the club shaping up heading into this season more generally? Um, I think it's tough to say. You always, you know, you try and put a, a competitive um, roster together. And this summer, adding two more teams into the league meant that it was, you know, it was a really tough summer. Um, and I think I didn't I'm sure you've spoken to other coaches and they'll, they'll tell you the same thing. Um, but but what's important is the guys that we've got. I think everybody's bought into what we're trying to do and everybody comes to the rink, works hard, um, plays with a smile on their face and, and sort of just gets on with it. And it's it's kind of infectious. And, you know, it's getting guys to, you know, like last weekend, go into Swindon and get two points and come home and, and do the same and start to believe in what we're trying to do. And, and once everybody's everybody's sort of bought into that, it, like I say, it's infectious. And I think there's going to be highs and lows and, you know, started off with not a great weekend. And we, we had a great weekend last week. And it's just finding that that line of consistency every week where you're picking up points, even when you don't play so well. You know, if you, you can squeak one out in overtime or even if you just get that point, you know, just to carry you through that that's what's important and it's just getting guys to to sort of buy into the philosophy really. And what's your expectations for this season, if I can ask you that? Uh, what, what, we're not even in October yet. Oh, it's a ridiculous question to ask you at this point. <laughs> uh, but I mean, um, you, you have played, obviously, some pre-season games uh, against Bristol. And, you know, you've, you've played Peterborough and you played Bracknell now. And you've, you've had this double-header with Swindon. So, I mean, it is early days. But what, what's your expectations about where Basingstoke are in, in the grand scheme of things? I think the biggest thing for me is to make sure we compete. I mean, I've always said, you know, no one's here to make up the numbers. Um, and, and that's important. Um, you know, we, we're we trying to win every game that, that we compete in. Um, and if we do that consistently well, then we're going to be in with a shout. We're going to be kind of knocking on the door for top end of the league and, and hopefully pushing towards the finals of, of cup competitions. And that's the, um, you know, that's the, at the end of the day, that's why we're here. And we're still in this period of the season now where the, the league games and the autumn cup games, uh, they, they count as double, don't they? In, in, in that yeah. regard. Um, so, um, I mean, the, the, the two wins against uh, Swindon certainly helped with regards to the autumn cup as well as the, the league placing. Um, that takes us to this weekend. Uh, firstly, the home game on Saturday against Telford. Um, what, what's your thoughts on, on this challenge? You know, obviously, coming off a league championship, they, I know Tommy had a, a tough summer as well. They've had a fair few depart, um, but Tommy's been, he's been in the coaching game a long time now and he's good at what he does and I fully expect them to be, um, you know, if you're not ready, they will turn you over. So it's up to us to make sure we know what we're doing um, when we're ready to, to start a hopper six on Saturday to, to get another two points. And uh, you followed up with a, an away trip up to, uh, Yorkshire to take on Hull. Um, yep. I mean, they're, they're, um, it's, a, it's a new team, isn't it? So, I mean, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on, on this challenge? Do you know what? I don't even think, I don't think that matters because their mindset, you know, I don't think there's any pressure on them. You know, nobody's really expecting great things, but they're always very good at home regardless. Every, you know, like you said, I've been around for a very long time. And even when I played there, we were, we were decent at home. My road record wasn't fantastic then, all those years ago. But still, you know, they they know how to play in that rink. And I think Matty's a new coach. They're essentially, they're a very new team and they'll be finding their feet still, but you know, they're another weekend. So they'll be a little bit further forward than they were last weekend. Um, so it's, you know, it's no easy task. 
So how important is this uh, weekend, Ash, coming up? Because like like we started this interview, um, you know, it's a, a cracking way to, to get the season going. Uh, the weekend just gone. Um, the, the trick is now to, to carry it on into this weekend, I suppose. Yeah, and I, and I think it's it's that consistency line, isn't it? And it's just remembering, okay, what, what brought us the success last weekend? What did we do? What were the little things? You know, what were the areas that turned the game for us? And where do we need to improve? And it's just sort of remembering... You know, for me, last week is now a baseline. So that's the bare minimum, kind of the effort level, the consistency, the the decision making. It's it's all that, you know, that's, I think last week showed guys, oh, actually, you know what, if we do do the right thing, then that's what happens. So hopefully that's that's where we are this weekend. And hopefully a, a good crowd there at, at the Planet Ice Bays is Stoke on Saturday. 6.30 face-off, uh, we should say. Um, I mean, Ash, just a, a final call, really, for, for that game. You touched upon uh, the, the noise generated uh, last weekend in the in the home game against Swindon. Um, you're going to need that crowd on Saturday, aren't you, for Telford? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's funny. I think, um, you know, sometimes you come into a game and maybe it's a midweek game and it's, you know, it's not, um, you know, Fair play to Swindon fans. There were there were a lot there, which which always adds to it. And I think you you sometimes you need that sort of that noise to find the momentum sort of thing. And you know, again, Basingstoke fans have always been very vocal. And I think talk to any of the players, um, they'll refer to it. So for us, it's you know it's great. It pushes guys along at certain points of the game when you need that, and you know they're always there. Well, Ashley Tate from the Basin Stop Bison, a big, big thank you uh, for taking the time at your Wednesday to join us on this week's show. And uh, best of luck this weekend. And once again, big congratulations for last weekend and uh, catch up very soon. Cheers. Thank you. Ashley Tate there, head coach of the Basingstoke Bison, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And that's it for this week's show. Remember, for all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. A big thank you to all my guests this week for joining me, but I've been Ben, and you'll make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye-bye. Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.